we're going to continue the series on faith towards God. And in today's uh, section, we want to touch on applying our faith in our daily lives. Um, we've had a look at uh, applying our faith in our prayer life, and now we want to have a look at how to apply faith in our daily lives. Bearing in mind that this doctrine is called faith toward God, um, but we do need to understand how faith works in order for us to be able to exercise our faith toward God. So there are three topics that we want to discuss in today's uh, section. We want to have a look at having what you say, looking at the unseen, and acting on the Word of God. And the first uh, section we want to look at is having what you say. Our Lord taught on this subject in Mark's Gospel, Mark chapter 11, verse 22 and 23. The Scripture says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that the things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. And so in this passage of Scripture, our Lord is very clear to us, teaching us that what we say is going to come to pass in our lives. But um, there's two aspects to it. He says we have to believe in our hearts and we not to doubt as well. So when we speak um, words of faith, then those words will come to pass. That's exactly how God the Father operates. Uh, for God spoke. Uh, he said when he, in the book of Genesis, let there be light and the light came forth. Um, and he, everything that God has created, God has created through his word. Jesus, our Lord, is called the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And all things were made by him and through him and without him was nothing made that is made. And so God the Father has made everything in creation that we can see now in the natural came from the Word of God. God spoke it into existence. And so God's power is released through His Word. Our Lord is teaching us the same principle here in Mark 11, 22 and 23. He's saying whatever we say will come to pass. We have to believe it in our hearts and not doubt. Now in this passage of Scripture, our Lord mentions uh, saying three times and He mentions believing once. So we need to understand that what we say, what comes out of our mouths, is very, very important. Um, so much so that there's more emphasis placed in this passage uh, on what we say rather than what we believe. Now obviously, nothing will come to pass unless we believe it in our hearts, firstly. But nevertheless, we have to be very guarded in the words that proceed out of our mouths in order for us to bring to fruition that which we would have um, by what we say. Now this is not positive confession. That's something we need to understand about this uh, doctrine of faith toward God. Because it is faith toward God. Now what does that mean? It means that our faith is in the power of Almighty God. It's His power. It's God's creative power that is released through our words. It is not positive confession that mankind can then just if you keep saying the same thing over and over and over again, it's eventually going to happen. That's not how this uh, concept works, because this concept is based on the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2.5 says that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And so when our Lord Jesus Christ was teaching on this subject, he had just cursed the fig tree. Now, you can go stand in front of a fig tree um, for the rest of your life and you can make positive confessions over that fig tree and it's not going to change at all. Uh, you can go speak to a mountain with positive confession for the rest of your life and nothing that mountain is not going to move. 
The only thing that moves mountains is the power of God. The only thing that curses a victory is the power of God. And so when we speak, um, trusting in the power of God being released through our words, that's different to positive confession. And so we do need to understand the difference because obviously there is the worldly concept that is taught about positive confession. You hear it all the time. You, you know, if you keep saying things enough, it'll come to pass. Well, that's not the, the Bible teaching that Jesus is teaching us here. He's saying, have faith in God. So have faith in the power of God. This doctrine is called faith toward God. And so we have to have faith in the power of God. And thus, when we speak forth that which we want to come to pass in our lives, it's reliant on the power of God bringing that to pass. But that power will only be released if two conditions are met. We believe it in our hearts and we confess it with our mouths. If we don't meet those two conditions, then the power of God cannot be released in order to bring about that which we want to see take place. We can go back to um, our salvation um, in order to understand this principle. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. The scripture says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so we see the very um, new birth that we're all exposed to as born-again believers can only take place if these two conditions are met. We have to believe it in our heart, and we have to confess with our mouth. Uh, we believe that Jesus has been raised from the dead. God the Father has raised him from the dead. And we confess him as our Lord. Now, when we meet those two conditions, we are instantly born again. How does that happen? The power of God is released. And we are new creations. We become new creations in Christ Jesus. Now, all of that happened because we believed it in our heart and we confessed it with our mouths. And so that principle in coming into the kingdom of God doesn't change throughout our walk in the kingdom of God. For the just shall live by faith. And that's how faith works. Faith means you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. And so in order for us to experience the promises of God coming to fulfillment in our lives, we have to first believe them and then we have to start confessing them. Once we do and meet those two conditions, well then those promises will come to pass because God's word is true and all of his promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen to us who are in Christ Jesus. Um, our Lord spoke about the concept of he watches over his word to perform it. Jeremiah 1 verse 12, the scripture says, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Another translation says, he watches over his word to perform it. And so the power of God, um, as we said, is released through words. And so when we speak the word of God into our situations, whatever those situations might be, speaking the word of God into those situations, well now God watches over his word to perform it. What does he perform? He performs what his word says about the situation. And so that's how we, that's the mechanism that we um, are used, that we use in order to release the power of God into a situation. It comes through our believing and our speaking. When we believe it and we speak it, God watches over it to perform it. That's when he releases his power in order to transform situations 
to come into line with what God's Word says about the situation. John's Gospel, John chapter 12, verse 42 and 43. The scripture says, Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. So this is a very sad uh, passage of scripture because it's descriptive of Jews in the, when our Lord was on the earth. Jewish leaders, because it talks about many rulers believed in him, talking about our Lord Jesus Christ when he was on the earth. Um, so they believed but they refused to confess him. The Bible says, but the, because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Um, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. And so it's not good enough for us to just believe the word of God in order for it to come to pass in our lives. We have to believe it and we have to confess it. In order for us to be saved, we have to believe it and we have to confess it. These Pharisees, they believed, these rulers of, of the Jewish people back in those days, they believed in Jesus as the Messiah, but they refused to confess Him. And so because they didn't meet both requirements, they were never born again. They were not saved. Why? Because they loved the praise of men rather than the praise of God. So if salvation cannot be met if we, unless we meet mo both conditions, well then nothing else in the kingdom of God is going to take place in our lives unless again we meet both conditions. We must believe in our heart and we must confess with our mouth. And we've dealt with it in the series thus far that in order for us to believe in our heart, we have to be fully convinced in our minds because faith is of the heart. Faith is there, ready to be uh, acted upon. Well, it's not the right kind of terminology because I think again of faith being like the light switch. The power of God is the electricity flow that, that is released. And faith is the connection. When the switch is on, then the power will flow. And so the faith is there, um, we just have to switch it on. Now the way we switch it on is to be fully convinced in our minds. When we do that, now we believe, now we confess. When we confess, then it comes to pass. The power of God is released and God is able to bring to pass that which we say over our lives. Now look at this passage of scripture, Luke chapter 6 verse 45. Our Lord speaking, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil why lord for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks now the heart of man is made up of two primary parts that is the the, the mind and the spirit our spirit is um, born of the incorruptible seed of the word of god so the spirit of man is fully um, ready to speak forth the word of god where the problem lies is in the mind, because we come into the kingdom of God with a carnal mindset. We have to change our thinking. The Bible says, be no longer conformed into this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's in Romans uh, 12, 2. And so we have to change the way we think, because the way we think is not in line with the Word of God when we come into the kingdom of God. And so that's why part of um, our walk of faith is we have to be fully convinced in our minds. So our minds have to be changed and we have to think differently. So when we come into the kingdom of God, we have carnal mindsets. We still think as this world thinks. And so what comes out of our mouths is based on what is going through our minds all the time. And so you know, the, the way that we've been brought up and the way we've been taught, that's how we behave and that's how we that's the words that come out of our mouths. Those are the words that we speak over our lives, over our situations, 
um, over other people's lives because that's what we know. Now, as we change our thinking into uh, lining up with the Word of God, in other words, we transition from being carnally minded to becoming spiritually minded. A spiritually minded individual is one who thinks like God thinks, as per what is written in the Word of God. And so as we change our thinking, so our, our, our speech begins to change as well. Because again, our Lord says it very clearly here, for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And so for Christians who never really spend time renewing their minds to the Word of God, the, 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 the words that proceed out of their mouths remains exactly the same as the world, because they still think as this world thinks. Now they're born again, because why did they get born again? They believed in their hearts that Jesus is Lord, and God raised him from the dead, and they confessed him as Lord. And now that born again experience takes place. That's the only condition that is required in order for one to be born again. But it doesn't mean now that we, because we're born again, well now everything's going to change in our lives, because we now have to change. We have to start transitioning from becoming. Again, the scripture says, be no longer conformed to this world, but be transformed. So it's a transformation process that has to take place um, by the renewing of your mind. So, and that's a process that takes place. So for Christians who never really um, renew their mind, the, the abundance of their heart, Although their spirits are like to God, their spirits remain very weak. And so the, the other part of the inward man, the heart of man, is the mind. And so what's still in abundance in their minds is the carnal thinking of this world. And so they still continue to speak as this world speaks, over every situation they come across. Very little of the Word of God is spoken over their lives. And so it's as we transition from being carnally minded to becoming spiritually minded that more and more of the Word of God proceeds out of our mouths, for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And so the Lord is just telling us that because he, he, the principle is very clear, Jesus is very clear on this, on this issue. He says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. Now why does that happen? He, it happens because he has an abundance of good in his heart. And so that's all he's speaking all the time. He's just speaking good things. He's speaking blessing of God. He's speaking uh, peace. He's speaking um, joy, love. He's speaking faith. He's speaking healing. He's speaking prosperity. All of the, the blessing of God is coming out of his mouth because that's the good treasure in his heart. Now the evil man is obviously the person in the world and they can only speak the, the evil things out of their heart. But it's sad, but it is true that even Christians are born again, because their mindsets are still carnal, a lot of what comes out of their mouth is actually contrary to what God says about the subject. That's why the Bible says, the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. And so, as long as we are carnal in our thinking, the, the words that proceed out of our mouths will be carnal in nature. God can't bless that. He doesn't, watch, he doesn't watch over our carnal words to perform it. He watches over His words to perform it, Jeremiah taught us. And so, the... Now, what's the word I'm looking for? When we don't speak the Word of God in abundance over our lives, God has got very little to work with in our lives. And so it's so important for Christians to 
transition their thinking process from being carnally minded to being spiritually minded. In other words, what, what does God say about the subject? And so whatever God says about it, I'm going to think about that. And as I think about that, well, now that's going to start changing the words that come out of my mouth. Because my heart already believes it. Um, it's impossible for the spirit of, of the born-again believer to doubt. For doubt is sin, and the born-again believer cannot sin. And so the spirit is always going to speak out that which is those words which are full of faith. Um, but it's, it's the mind that actually um, controls what comes out of our mouths consistently. Because we speak from our understanding. We don't really speak from our spirits. The only time we really speak from our spirits uh, purely is when we speak in other tongues. Because the Bible says, well, he who speaks in a tongue, um, when I speak with the tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So when we speak with other tongues, then the spirit is speaking. But by and large, when we talk normally, it's our understanding that is speaking. And so if our understanding is still carnal in nature, well, then the words that will proceed out of our mouths are going to be carnal in nature. They're not going to be line up with what God's word says about the subject. And so God can't watch over that word to perform it. And so we just need to understand the principle that for things to take place in our lives, it's going to happen through what we say. Whether we like it or not, whatever we say, that's what we have in our eyes. That's Jesus has said, had, had, he didn't lie on the subject, and so he says that's the principle. A good man out of the good treasure will bring forth good things in his life. An evil man out of the, the abundance of his heart, evil treasure in his heart, will bring forth evil things in his life. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so that's just going to be the natural thing that will happen. Whatever's in abundance in our thinking, that's going to come out of our mouth consistently. And so whatever comes out of our mouth consistently, that's what comes to pass in our lives consistently. And so we need to change the thought process because once we do that, well then our words start to change. And when our words start to change, well then what we reap starts to change. Why? Because now the power of God is released. God watches over His Word to perform it in our lives and we start to see that coming to pass in our lives. God operates like that exactly. Romans chapter 4 verse 17 says, In the presence of him whom he, be he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. And so that's how God operates. He speaks things into existence. As his children, we're going to be no different. If we're going to see things coming to pass in our lives that line up with the word of God, we're going to have to speak the Word of God over our lives. So it's very important for Christians to watch what they say and listen to what you say. Um, because very often if you just stop and listen, <laughs> it's difficult sometimes because your mind does shut up to listen to what your mouth got to say. So it's, it's possible. Um, if you listen to what you say, uh, you can then recognize, okay, well, this is maybe why things are not going right in my life in this area, because this is what's consistently coming out of my mouth. And you can listen to other Christians. And, uh, and you can hear what they say, and you can recognize, okay, they've got these problems because of what they keep saying. Because what they keep saying is contrary to what God says. And so we need to change the, wo the words that come out of our mouths. The only way we get that right is we have to change our thinking. We have to become fully convinced in our minds what God's word says about the subject, and then we need to start speaking that. In the, in, 
before it comes to pass. Because the Bible says God calls those things that do not exist as though they did. And so that's how we have to do it as well. So we speak to the mountain while it's still standing there. We don't wait for God to move it and then say, well, how do we speak to it? No. If, if that mountain's going to move, you have to learn to speak to the mountain. It's not going to move unless you speak to it. So something. Like that.